0: Good evening. Hope you're all doing well. Today we're learning Maseches Kidushin Daf Memhe, and we're starting uh, two thirds of the way down at the two dots on Memdala and Let's jump right in. It's Mar. You have a young girl, a Ketana, who gets engaged and doesn't talk to her parents about it. Fascinating family structure. Just saying, that's not normal. And the Gemara says, What's the din in such a case? So, Shmuel get She needs two things. A- Aleph, she needs a proper get. And base is she needs to also do miun. Miun, as we've discussed, is a method for ending a derabonan marriage. We're basically in a formal way, but in a simple way, she simply walks away from the marriage. Amar Karna, Karna says we have a problem internally with that sentence. How can you both need a get and miun? He says, "Im get lama get. Doesn't make sense that this young girl, who was niskachah Shalola Dasavia that she should need both mimun and get. So, what what does the Gemara say after this? Amrule, they said back to him, "Hamarukva bekafri." Let's go talk to Marukva and his bezdin in the city of Kafri. Now, at that time and at that location, they were going to bring the shilah to Rav, Rav the Amora. But one of the opinions here is Shmuel, Rav and Shmuel were good friends. So they flipped the sheets to make sure Rav would be objective, uh, to make sure that Rav was giving the MS. But this is such an odd concern. Um, because we allow people to pask in their own shilas, even hilchos need the shilas in halacha, But anyways, uh, this is for another time. But the Gemara says mm-hmm. they flipped the shita so that Shmuel was was Karna and Karna was Shmuel, and to Rav. They sent the shilah in front of Rav. What do we do with this kitana? Shalo, Omar Lahu, Rav says back to the chevra to the entourage who came into his house. Hello, Kim. This can't be. First of all, she needs to get and she needs to do miun both against well, what we know as karna, but they presented it as shita. Shmuel and And there is no possible way that the son of Abba bar Abba, which is Shmuel, Shmuel bar Abba, Abba bar Abba. There's no way Shmuel uh, got this wrong. It's not possible, and that's exactly what it was. The time of my, why is it that that's the case? Why does Rav say that we need both get and me, like the original presentation of Shmuel, 10 lines from the bottom, four lines before the wide lines, the reason why we need a proper get is perhaps the father would have been satisfied with the Kiddushan. And when when the kiddushin is satisfactory to the father, then she's married. And why is it that she also needs to do Miyun? Because needs perhaps the father would not be interested in Kiddushin and all that's left is the get. And if all that's left is the get, then what will happen? That because she seems to appear to be divorced, then maybe a man can't marry her sister, which really isn't the case. The Kidushin the wasn't Tosin, so they do meun to show that really the marriage wasn't a marriage. That's only if they spoke in terms of Shiduchin. The fathers, they both spoke. They talked about things. And uh, He says no. He uh, argues first of the long lines. He says no. In a case of a katana who was niskacha shalola Dasavia, she doesn't even need miun. Says the Gemara. Wait one second. Is that true? Ah, is that true? <laughs> Is that true that there's no meun, even if the fathers have spoken? Says the Gemara, you're a hundred percent right. Version number one of Ula is that if there is shiduchim, then uh, then there's no then there's no miun, and if there is shiduchim, then there is miun. So then the Gemara says, well, wait one second. There's another possibility, another possible version of Ula you have the seven-year-old girl she gets engaged to a classmate you know uh whatever someone uh who in in, in school she doesn't need any miyun at all so we're going to analyze this shita of Ula we need to make sure we have it clear Ula says that that there's no need even for her departure from this rabbinic marriage, in other words, the whole thing is a zero. The ketanah and nischatah shalula dasuvi is a zero. Says the Gemara. I'm not go sure. Go all the way from nothing. will get end. Hmm? To go all the way from. In the same case, all the way from. And it's only kedushin. And it's only kedushin. It's not Nisuad. Yeah, yeah, and sure. it's right. not, and she's a ketanah, right, right, and right. Uh, all the ends. The, end. sheet, the sheet go all the way from it's a nothing. So Ula's all the way on one the one side, which is it's a nothing, all the way to and Rav and both. Shmuel are on the other side, which is uh, that we need a double. Yeah. 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 But in fairness, as the Gemara articulated, the only reason we really need muon is to prevent a case where a man won't marry this girl's sister. It was really meant as like a to cover another halakhic issue. It wasn't to actually sever the marriage. We were afraid that if this girl only got to get. So then it appears she's divorced from the father never agreed to it. Really, even Robin Schmul agreed, you don't need anything, we're just that's him. true in regards to mu. The problem. If we knew for to sure to protect the sister, fact, protect the if we knew, if we knew that the father was not nisrata, she would need nothing, even, even according to Rav. Correct, correct. But that wasn't the case that was presented. The case right. that was presented is that we didn't know, right. and therefore shema nisrata, and therefore she's perhaps married. And then Rob and would both say that you need both get and uh, and mu. Ika right. Five five lines from the bottom. Amar um, Ula. Oh, we read this already. So let's ask the question on Ula, one line below. Um, sorry. Huh? Sorry. We'll That's, okay. That's okay. That's okay. It's okay. Musti Rav Kahana. Rav Kahana asks a Shaila. And this is in regards to a case uh, that we learned about in Maseches Yavamos. We need to put on uh, our, some of our Yavamos thinking caps for just a bit today. in regards to a whole group of people, imesu if they died, imianu if there was miun where they left the rabbinic marriage. Oh, we're going to come back to these words in a few minutes. Oni oh, skarshu, if there was a divorce, or, shenim to islandess, or if the woman was found to be an islandess, in all of those cases, tzarosei mutaros mutaros, uh, mutaros. Now, locha is that the co-wives, in all of these cases, when the primary wife died for, or was divorced, or if there was miyun, then the co-wife goes free without any chalitza, without anything. Says the Gemara, in this case where there was miyun that was under to kitshaman, who was involved in the Kedushan of this Ketana. So says the Gemara, if it was the father who was involved in marrying off this Ketana, so then B'miun sagila. If the father knew, so then how can this Bryson Yuvamos uh. say M'iun? If the father was involved, get mealyabaya. then we need to forget. That's not, you can't do M'iun just for that. That doesn't make sense. El it must be, says the Gemara, the that she herself needs to, uh, that she herself was the one who, who proposed without her father's permission. Her father wasn't involved. And yet, what does this Brisa say? The Brysa says, O and the katani de boya And that's akasha on Ula, because Ula was of the opinion that kasha Shalola doesn't need miun. His language was a miun This Brisa shows that. Niskacha Shalola Dasavia does need kasha on Ula. The Gemara says, Don't worry. The question was asked and answered by Rav Kahana, and two lines from the bottom. The Gemara makes a nukimta about the Brysa where we had Meun. The Brysa is five lines from the bottom, and how do we understand that Brysa? That can be seen here, two lines from the bottom. We're talking about a case scenario where this woman, it's as though she's an orphan while her father is still alive. We learned about this in a previous Masechda, and this is a case scenario where a katana was already married and divorced. She was nisarmala o skarsha or she was widowed at a, as a katana. Then the father had no longer has any rights to her. He no longer has the capacity to marry her off anymore. A father has one bullet in the chamber to marry off his daughter. That's it. Once she's married and divorced, or if her husband dies, even at a very young age, the husband, the father's out of uh, out of commission now, and therefore Meun would be required, and that brysa is not a Kashyan because the Brysa was talking about a Nukimta where she was a Yisoma b'Chay Ha'Ab. The Gemara says, let's ask one more question. Last line on Mem Dalam Masiv Rav Hamnuna Ein Mochra the Krovim a man is not allowed to sell his daughter as an amo ivria to family members. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. in the Amorim as to whether... Uh, it's tanaim. It should be Eliezer, no? It's Eliezer. It's a machlokes Tanaim, because it says the word Masiv. So there's a machlokes Tanaim about whether or not a man is allowed to sell his daughter as an amo ivria mm-hmm. to those who are family members. And turning to the top of Memhei Ahmed Aleph, the Shavin... Both of these sheetas agree. Both the Tanakama and Rabbi Eliezer agree uh, that you are allowed to sell uh, a daughter who's an Amoha Ivriya to, you're allowed to sell your daughter who's an Almana to a Koin Gadol or to sell a Grusha or a Chalutza to a Koin Hedyot. So says the Gemara, Hi Almana Hechidami. How did this woman become an Almana? If in fact the father was the one who married her off, me A father's not allowed to sell off his daughter after she's been Nis Alma. After all, the ha'en is bitol the Shifchus Achar Ishus. You can't sell your daughter into Shifchus as an Amaha ivriya if she's already been married. So that can't be what's going on in this case where there's a makhlukes in regards to whether or not a daughter can be sold to Krovim or not. Because it is talking about a woman who's already been married and she's been so then that sale doesn't work. It must be over here. She herself was the one. She herself was the one who got herself married without her father's involvement, and she's still called an almana. And really, we need the words of Tosfos here to fill in the gaps, because otherwise it's very hard to understand this Gemara. The top line of Tosfos says, <laughs> which the Gemara doesn't say. We therefore see that we need some form of meun and that is a kasha on Ula, because Ula said that and here we see Tosfos filling in the gap. For us that there is miun. So says the Gemara, no, that's not really true. of Yeud. Here we're talking about a different kind of Kiddushin with this Amaha ivria. The type of uh of Kiddushin that we're dealing with is Yeud. What's Yeud in regards to an Amaha Ibriya? So what it means is that let's say that I sell my daughter as an Amoha ivria for a thousand dollars a year. Uh, and it's a six-year term until the end of, until we hit Shemitah. So it's $6,000. So if a man says, when I sell my daughters in Amaha Ivrya, okay, look, there's a balance of $6,000. It's been a year. Now there's a balance of $5,000 left. I'm going to be Mavatar on the $5,000. Those $5,000 I'm using as a form of Kedushan to marry your daughter, who is currently my amah Ivrya. So that's what, what is going on here. It's not a regular kedushin. It's not a regular anything. It's a case of an Amha Iri who's getting married with you just by uh, getting rid of the balance and using that balance for the sake of kedushin. And <laughs> that the initial dollars that when I sold my daughter and I got money for her, those dollars don't count as kedushin. We have to hold like that sheet as well. Otherwise, we won't have a good ukimta. So the ukimta of the case where we have this machlokas between the Tamakam and Rabbi Eliezer in the very bottom line of Memdalat about whether or not we can sell a daughter to Krovin or not. So that case is talking about a case where there's Kedushin of an almana who got married through Yud only and only within the camp of Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda. Who says most nitnu and therefore Ula Shita stands and like David said earlier we have a wide spectrum of shitas here in regards to the following let's just summarize the last 20 lines. we want to know if a katana gets married without her father's permission, what is the status of that marriage? Yes no maybe So if the father knows what's going on and he's and he says I'm all for it she's hundred percent married. If the father has no clue what's going on, that's a machlokas. According to Rav and according to Shmuel, they say she's really married and she needs both get and mune. According to Ula, nothing has transpired. So in short, if we're going to play like let's get married when our, your kids are young and they're playing that with the neighbor's kid of the opposite gender... Don't give them the Hirat Mekudoshes line. Like, let them play and give rings. That's adorable. Let's just make sure that they don't have any intent and that they're not doing anything halachic because according to the shitas of Rav and Shmuel, they're mamish married and they need to get and they need to perform miyum, miyun, which is pretty severe. Okay, a quarter of the way down on amad aleph. Let's continue. Itmar. We're also dealing here in this case as well with a k'tana sheniskad shashilola Shalola That's also not clear from the text of the Gemara itself, but Rashi adds this, and look at Rashi 10, 12 lines down, we're still talking about a katana. so the Gemara says, Mace, if her child husband dies, <laughs> she falls as a Yavama, as a Shomeris Yavam, to one of her brothers, so let's say that Rachel, as a katana was married to Ruvain, Ruvain died, now she falls, Rachel falls to Shimon, <laughs> So says the Gemara that there's miyun. You can reject. She can break the marriage of mimer, but she can't break the zika. Mimer can be broken. Can have miyun, but but zika can't be removed with just miyun. That doesn't work. There's still some kind of halachic tether. So this is a little unclear. The Gemara calls it out a third of the way down on Mem-heim at Aleph and says ketsat. What is the case that we're talking about where the miyun only works for maimer, but the miyun doesn't work to remove the zika, that fundamental bond that's created when Reuven dies and Rachel falls to Shimon. So the Gemara says, mm-hmm. If there's maimer that was done between Shimon and Rachel, then the trifecta, now she's in a very bad scenario. Uh, potentially, unless she wants to stay married. But if, but remember, she's a katana where the father had no das. So let's make this case what it is, which is simply a complicated case. We have a young girl who's a Shomeris yavam. She got married at seven. Rachel got married at seven to Ruvain. Ruvain died. She fell to Shimon, and then Shimon proposed to her with Mimer, which is a rabbinic form of Kedushin only for a Shomeris yavam. So now the father's not on board with any of this. This girl needs the trifecta of divorces. She needs a, a get, she needs chalitza, and she needs me. And she's seven years old. And this scenario, please God, has never happened and will never happen. How can anyone under 12 get married in the first place? A father has the rights to marry off his daughter. Dad. It's a, dindo a father can, and if a father has passed away, then the mother and brother have some role here too. She's allowed. We're just not used to it, but it's not our culture, but Rivka was three. I'm just saying, we don't, we don't, we're just not used to it. It's not our culture at all. And, and it shouldn't be now. I'm just saying there might've been a time and a place where getting married as a young child was considered typical and maybe wasn't unhealthy. I don't know. I don't, I I haven't read the history books. I don't know, except for this one. So let's go through each of the uh, triple-headed divorce here. Tzricha get, one of the reasons why she needs a get is mm-hmm. that perhaps her father, while maybe he wasn't a fan of Rubain, but now that she's fallen be Yibum, to Shimon, he's thrilled that Shimon and Rachel are potentially going to get married. And because of that, we need a proper get. Because if the father is biritzui, he's okay with the daughter getting married, she's married, and then we need a proper get. The reason why we need Chalitza is Shemani, Sratza, The reason we need Khalitza is that perhaps this father does not want Rachel to marry Shimon. He really liked Rubain. And therefore, we need Chalitza because the daughter did all of this without the das of her father. And the father really is the one who should be holding the keys here. He wanted his daughter to be married to Rubain. Nebuch, he died. And now, in regards to marrying Shimon, he says, no, 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 I'd rather have Chalitza. Mm-hmm. And lastly, uh, perhaps that uh, the reason we need miyun is because perhaps the father wasn't good with any of this. And if we don't do miyun, so then we'd have that same concern we had earlier: that if people see that this young girl got to get, then they'll assume that she was married at some point, and then then she'll get uh, she won't be able to marry anyone that she wants to marry, uh, namely other brothers in the family. Now, lo asa Maimer, Let's say that in this case scenario of this unfortunate young girl who got married at seven and Rachel married Reuven and Reuven died and she fell beyivum to Shimon, but no maimer was done. So lo asa Then ainu Al bilvat. Then all she needs to do is get a regular chalitza and then she is properly divorced. My amris, what is going on here? Tibo'i nami miun shema yomru ein kedushin b'achosa. What we should say over here, that even in a case where there is no mimer, and therefore the way to break off this marriage is with Khalita, we should also add in Mi'un, because perhaps Mi'un will remove another concern that we have, and we're two-thirds of the way down, eight, nine, ten lines from the bottom, of Shem mm-hmm. and kedushin Kedushin Tofsin Be'achosa, that perhaps Kedushin wouldn't be Tofes with her sister, which isn't true. Kedushin would be Tofes because she's a Ketana who did all of this Shalomidaita. Says the Gemara, I call you old, and everybody knows achos achos ah, is derabanan. Yeah, we all we all knew that off the tip of our tongues. That's what the Gemara says is everybody knows that marrying the sister of a Chalutza is only quote unquote an Isr and not an isr Where do we know this from? Tama Resh Lakish, Khan shi- shi- Shina Rebbe. Rebbe taught us this Khan is not Khan, this Khan is in Vasechas. Yevamos. And Rebbe taught us that Achos Gurusha Midor So it's us or to marry. Uh, this uh, a woman's sister, the woman who's divorced. It's usher for a man to marry uh, the sister. However, So we don't have to worry about adding in an extra miun in a case where Shimon did not do mimer to Rachel. <clears throat> and five lines from the bottom, a couple of stories. There were a couple of people, a couple of gentlemen who had uh, children, and they were sitting under a willow tree or under some willow branches, something, some type <laughs> of setup like that. They were outside. It actually doesn't make a difference in the story. This just was actually were the details of the story. And they were in Babel. <speaking> One guy took a glass of wine. <speaking> he picked up a cup of wine. He handed it to his friend as part of a transaction. <speaking> Let's talk about my daughter and uh, how about your daughter and my son. Even if you want to say that under certain circumstances, we should be concerned about the father's ritui about the father being okay with this kind of marriage, a boy never gets married at the behest of his father. He always wants to play a more active role. He's different. The halachos are different than it is with a girl. With a girl, the father is the only portal. When it comes to uh, the, the son, the son does have more latitude. And Amrei Le Rabbonah, the Ravina, they said to the, the, the rabbis, asked Ravina, wait one second. Vidilma shliach shavya. Perhaps the son said to the father, my father, I hereby appoint you as my messenger to get me married. And if that's true, then this conversation that happened under the willow tree should be binding because the son very well could have said to his father, Dad, I want you to be my messenger. This says the Gemara, that's disrespectful. shliach <laughs> Children would never ask their parents to be their messenger. In 2023, I hereby argue this assumption of the Gemara, because the way things go right now, <laughs> vehemently, that is not the way the world turns. House, you're going target? Yeah. Here's my shopping list. Here's my shopping list. In the home that we grew up in, as I, as I reflect on my childhood, I tell, I tell this to people all the time, if you didn't say please and if you didn't say thank you, you also didn't get dinner. Now, it isn't exactly the case, but it's pretty close. It's a, a hair shy of that. We always were, my parents were makbed gomor, pleases and thank yous. Much as I try, much as I try, and it's a daily affair, it's hard. It's very hard in our generation. The levels of entitlement are ad la It's not normal. But But back in the day... I hope you're not saying that about me. But back but back in the day, children had a baseline of respect. They would never say to their father, could you please be my shliach? So then the Gemara says, all right, maybe the kid isn't the chutzpahnyak V'dilma, perhaps, perhaps the child was just expressing his feelings. Oh, I really wish I could get married. It would be so nice to find a nice girl. And he describes what Shirach resume he's looking for. And then my father is sitting under the willow tree with a friend. And he says, hey, Phil, I got someone for you. But he does the marriage without me. Would that work? Because then I'm not the Chutzpah who asked my father to be a shliach. It was just I was having a father-son conversation. And my father helped me out. He helped me out. Omar le rabba Barsimi. Explicitly and expressly, we do not hold of this shita of Rav and Shmuel. In other words, we do not say that a father can marry off his son, period. This Rav and Shmuel is not here, but that is basically what uh, what the Gemara says. Another story. Another man uh, proposed, He proposed with a basket of vegetables in the marketplace. Again, not the way to go. Do not try this at home. Even according to those who say that maybe we should be concerned that the father was happy for the daughter to get married to any guy. of t'andu of thrilled she found a guy. This is so beautiful. This is not how we do things. You don't walk over to someone with a target bag of onions and say hay rad mikudeshesli bibtsulam that's derekh bzayon that's not the way to do things Omar le Difti mi diftileravina bzayon demay which part was the bzayon I bzayon de yarka is it that he proposed with vegetables or e bzayon de shuka or that he proposed at target at jewel in the vegetable aisle which one by the way, we have public proposals all the time. We, the broad we, the royal we, we do this stuff all the time. The Gemara says, um, the Gemara okay. says, that's a bizayon. <laughs> that's not the appropriate way to get engaged. It should be done quietly and it should be done pr- You can celebrate later. Oh, it's a question. It's, it's a, a question. It's a question. It's a Chakira. One of the two things is a bizayon. So it says the Gemara, <laughs> the difference would be the Kaddish kaspa beshuka or the D'Yarka bebesa. The nafkamina would be if he got engaged with kesef in the shuk in the marketplace, or if he got engaged with a basket of fruit in a private place. That would be the nafkamino. So my, what's the din? What was the bizayon? Amar le edi bizayon. <to> They're both a bizayon. You can't get engaged with vegetables and you can't get engaged in the shuk. I don't know what that means. The maisa, I can't imagine we would say that our, our in our public proposals are not hal. A woman doesn't view that. That's oh, not a now is it? It's not anything. anything, anyway It's not anything at anyway. Not anything I'm just saying in theory what we do, like on the, you know, on the, at the at, uh, at the United Center. Like, I think uh, it doesn't mean anything halachically. I'm just speaking out in theoreticals. If a person were to say harat mikudeshesly in a very public place, is that inherently not kedushin because it's derch bizonah? You you see these stories about in United, please mm-hmm. excuse me, but on the camera where they catch couples yeah, kissing, yeah. and you find this from couple, this guy is proposing a rat mekudeshasli <inaudible> but tabasu kadosh That's not what's happening, yeah. but would that be Chal? Would that be Chal? So it seems from the Gemara that that's considered darach b'zayon in that way. But it doesn't mean that there can't be people around because <inaudible> we do kiddushin in front of hundreds <inaudible> of people. The issue here is the father would never be misrated as such a thing. Oh, you're I saying cases where it's a, it's a slow, he do correct, would it be oh, in, little, in the show, have a little class, you eight year old boy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe go to class and you eight year old boy. It's also like, is a right, but yeah, I don't right. think it wouldn't be foul if it was two adults, correct? But two he, would, right? two people who could make decisions, right. or if the father was like, or one of the two, yeah, but he's not going to be because it's onions, it's, it's onions, baby, it's, right. I, need layers. I don't even know what to say to that. All right. A third of the way down. Says the Gemara. We're going to go until about uh, four or five lines from the end of the page. The Gemara says, um, A man says, I want uh, my daughter to to marry someone on my side of the family. And she says, I want I want my uh, child to marry someone on my side of the family. Who do you think is going to win? Him or her? <laughs> Let's see where we put our money. Kafsay. She forced him until he said to her, fine, Fine, you win. She wins. They're having the kiddushin party. And the format was that they would have a big party. And afterwards, they would do the kiddushin in the house, whatever the case may be. Now, while this party was going on, after the husband had already agreed, fine, our child will marry into your side of the family. Asa Krive, one of his family members, walked over to this girl and said, In the attic, away from everybody, there was must have been Edim, that has to be the assumption of the case, and they got married. So, what's the then? He had initially agreed that this child would marry onto her side of the family, but lemaisa she was proposed to by someone from his side of the family. The Gemara says a third of the way down, Rabbi, <laughs> Jews don't do this. Once a Jew says that it's her side of the family, he's not going to sneak and make it that it's not not going to happen. And we assume, seemingly, that there's no halos of that kedushin. Rava Amar, similarly, a little bit less than the moral principles of uh, lying and more about the fact that his credit card was swiped for this meal. He doesn't want to have a scenario where he would ruin all of the money that was spent. My benaihu. What's the difference between Abai's answer of lo yase avla and nobody lies and chazaka of tarech besudah Rava's answer that it would be a waste of money Let's say it was very easy for him. It was nothing. It was free. He owns the store. Whatever the logistics are, that would be enough Kamina. And that's why Rava pushed back on Abai. How many cases what it exactly? the we We're talking about the, where the, the question is whether the father is really well it wasn't really the question initially the, the case was that the father didn't know what was going on that so this girl was in school and, got, and she was proposed to by someone okay. and then we have to make Chakiras had he known about it what would be assumed <clears throat> yes no maybe and that's going to that will go back to the beginning of today's doc which is the Machlokas, Rab and so Shmuel the on the one side that wasn't that part wasn't framed as a chazaka. Uh, but I mean, it's concerns, yeah. I mean, we can what, assume we that going with it because it's a If it's if it's done derech if it's not done. Yeah, no, that was a halachic issue because that was pachos mishavapruta. Those cases were the the mechanics were lacking in a case like that. But here we're talking about, you know, um, a seven-year-old and a 13-year-old boy, right? And he goes over to her in, in front of Adim and says, I the libe, Moshe it was dasavia. Da so Ravin Shmuel says she needs a get and she needs me. That's that's wild. Can she marry a Kohen like that? That's that's a lot there. That's a lot. And I hope it never happens, mm-hmm. but we've been close in the past. We've had cases that we all know about that are that are very close to this. At the two dots, halfway down. Niskad Shela Let's let's advance to our case a little bit. We started out where she where her kedushin was What if the kedushin was l'dasavia, and then Medina Then the father was deployed in the Marines in the Air Force And without the father playing a role, she finalized the marriage. They had a chuppah and they got married. Now they're living together. So what's the din? And in particular, we're going to use as a nafkamina. What's the din with Truma if she marries a Kohen? Says the Gemara. Amarav, Amarav, Ocheles betruma The standing assumption is that her marriage is a marriage. And it's reasonable to assume so. Because the father was part of the decision for the Kiddushin, we can therefore assume that he was also part of the decision for Nisuin. Even though he wasn't there for the direct conversation, but we extend his um, his starting comment, which is, sure, I'm thrilled about this marriage. Uh, you can get engaged. And now after they're engaged, he goes out of town and she gets married. So if, if she marries a Kohen, she's allowed to eat truma until the father comes back. And if, when the father comes back, he says, no, I don't agree, then we we don't have a problem retroactively, no problem. She was allowed to eat truma until that point. Eating truma is very bad. And we are concerned. Now, what's interesting is that they're halachically married. And they can sleep together, no problem. They just can't eat truma. Why? Because the father wasn't involved, and Ravasi has a concern that the father's going to come back and say, "No, no, no, I wasn't ready for this, uh, and I'm not, ma- I'm not masking that you've got fully married already." And Hava Upta, there was in fact a story like this. B'chash lo, Rav Ravasi, Rav was concerned like the opinion of Ravasi, namely, what did Ravasi say? she's not allowed to eat truma. And Amar Bar Umode Rav Mesa Yorsha. One thing is for sure. While Rav and Ravasi disagree about Truma, Rav definitely agrees in regards to Mesa Ainu Yorsha, that if she dies, the husband is not sure Why not? Uki Mamona bechez Kasmare, falling back on a basic principle from the world of Mamanus, as we'll soon get to. In Seder Nezikin, the Gemara says Uki Mamona that the standing assumption is that when the father left, the monies would fall to the father. But now that they're married, and the father was not part of that decision, so then Uki Mamona And we distinguish; we draw a line where Rav says that she can eat Truma, but if she dies, her money does not go to the husband because of this halachic assumption. Of Uki Mamona Kasamari. So what that means is that as it relates to Truma, good to go. As it relates to Yerusha, not good to go. So their marriage is like a little stickle twilight zone because there's features of them that is not married and features that are married. Niskad Shaladas. Let's say that she proposed with her father knowing the and she married against her father's will. well. and her father's in the room. Oi. Uncomfortable, right? Rav Huna Amar Eina Ocheles. In such a case, Rav Huna says, she's not allowed to eat truma because the father was opposed and the daughter can only marry with the father's approval. Rav Yirmi Abar Abba Amar Ocheles. Rav Yirmi Abba says, no problem, she's a, she's allowed to eat truma. Let's go through each shita and then we will stop for the day. Rav Amar Eina Ocheles. Rav says, she's not allowed to eat truma. And the Ravd Amar Ocheles, even in the previous case where Rav was of the opinion, that you are allowed to eat truma. That was only true over there. That's when the father's not there. But when the father's sitting there and he does not approve of this marriage, that she's not allowed to eat the truma of her husband. His silence is a silence of anger. I can't even speak. I'm so upset that you got married. So because the father is rejecting the marriage through his silence, therefore they're not married, and therefore she's not allowed to eat truma. Masha'en in sharp contrast, and they are, they are 180 degrees apart on this one. No, the fact that the father's here helps our cause, doesn't hurt our cause, and she's allowed to eat truma. Why is that? says the Gemara, even Ravasi, where in the previous case, which was less severe, where the father wasn't present, where she's not allowed to eat, perhaps the father will come back and make a macha, but here, of the fact that the father's present, and the fact that the father's not making a macha. oh, so then, it must be that he's supportive, he's on board, and therefore, they're married. So what we're doing is we're looking at the father's silence. Let's get the case clear. A woman gets engaged with her father's permission. A woman marries against her father's permission, but her father's in the room. The father sits there silently, doesn't say a peep. I don't know why they don't just ask him. But the assumption is that, uh, fine, it's a halachic question. Is his silence approval or is his silence rejection? Do we say his silence is approval and therefore she can eat truma or is his silence deafening and they're not married and therefore she cannot eat truma? That is the machlokas between Reb Yirmiya bar Abba on the one hand and Reb Huna on the other. We will stop right here and pick up Amir Tashem tomorrow. Five lines from the bottom. Wishing you all a beautiful night.